0: No U2 for the Predators this week in Vegas. But VGK's Aiden Hill still hasn't found what he's looking for. The puck. Where's the puck? In the 5-3 loss to Nashville, the third straight loss at home for the Golden Knights. We recap next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. That's pretty good.
1: Your Locked On Golden Knights. Your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hi again, everyone. Tony Kordasko, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Find us wherever you get your podcast, And please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Lockdown Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by FanDuel. New customers will get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. Aiden Hill Chris for a third consecutive game struggled in net for VGK. This is why I was concerned about the goaltending for VGK a week or so ago. Three we were games
1: about the goaltending for
0: VGK. We were okay, we were concerned. Uh three games and 11 goals allowed by Hill. Uh shaky from the start, last night settled down later on in the contest, but what is going wrong with Aiden Hill?
1: I mean, listen, I think people were expecting perfection and an unsustainable save percentage and an unsustainable goals against average. Um, What's happening right now, and I talked about this maybe last week a little bit, this is what was happening the 8 or 10 or 12 games prior to last season's All-Star break where the team went, was it 2-8 and or something like that? And then the All-Star break came when they turned it up after that. The lull is happening now, and it's unfortunate now. And I mean, the most unfortunate thing, if you look at the standings right now, right? Vancouver, what I think they've either a three-game losing streak three or games. lost three out of four or something they've like they've lost that. three straight. Yeah, three straight. Yeah, they lost three straight games. So the Golden Knights have now lost three of four, three of their last four, with a three-game home winning streak and it's kind of shocking to me in a sense that the golden knights had just five home losses through the first 52 53 regular season games whatever it was then they lose three in a row and i asked petrangelo about that i knew what i was going to get but i just felt it was important for at least someone to say something about the the home game I said hey why is it so hard to win a t-mobile all of a sudden and petrangelo's response well if i if i knew we wouldn't be uh having this conversation or something snarky like that we need to be better it's as simple as that and It's a fair response. I knew what I was getting when I asked the question, but I think it was important for someone to at least acknowledge that, and that was why I asked him the question. So back to Aiden. Aiden's not playing well. He's not sharp right now. The last three games at T-Mobile Arena have not been good. Call it what it is. Uh, Last night, the scoring began
0: with Luke Evangelista uh, scoring that goal short side there on Aiden Hill. Paul Cotter. Paul Cotter. Just not good Uh, in the early parts of this game. He skated past the puck. Like, I was like, what is he doing? He just went right by the puck. Evangelista then scores that goal. And then uh, we also saw Petrangelo uh, with the counter. Alex Petrangelo last night, uh, his goal was at 1409. There wasn't another shot on goal again in that period for VGK. So they did have a couple of droughts. They also had a seven-minute drought, I believe it was, in the third period. Cody Glass scored. Uh, Colton Smith on the McCarran, not the Harry Reid assist. Of course, uh, your guy Carlson, Vegas Bjorn scores a goal. Yeah. So in any event, uh, things just went south. Uh, let's talk about Cotter and his play last night.
1: Are you conditioned anytime you say William Carlson, you leave a pause in case I'm going to play the video of, of my daughter telling you to shut up? I I, I saw a pause. I think you are waiting for it. I was.
0: There was a little pause in there.
1: Between the Cal and the Gary. Um, no, so going back to Paul Cotter's game, Cotter, he had a good third period. I mean, let's, let's hit this on both sides. Cotter had some strong chances in the third period and found his personal game as the game went on. So credit where credit's due. Um, the first two periods though were definitely not good starting with that first goal like you said um, I think it was Roman Yossi sends it across uh, the ice and like I don't the puck just kind of handcuffed him like he's a goaltender expecting it to come at a different speed or a different spot you saw him just make this nonchalant soccer play that turns into an all-a and Jalista, Evan Jalista just he's got he's got a clear uh, runway to beat Aiden Hill and it's a shot that shouldn't happen but that's also a shot that shouldn't go in if Logan Thompson's quote, if I can see it, I can save it. Aiden Hill got to see a lot of the shots and he got beat cleanly on a lot of the shots. Um, One thing I I didn't like that I saw in Cotter's game, he got knocked down and lost a puck battle led to an odd man rush the other way. And there was a couple plays like that in the first two periods where Cotter just, he was off, he was off, he was off. And he was trying to find his game. Maybe he started pushing too hard and, you know, someone made a comment about Cotter on Twitter. I don't know if it was during the day or if it was while, while I was at the game. And it was, you know, Cotter's not going to be that person. He's never going to, you know, whatever. But Cotter is who he is. Cotter is a grinder. Cotter is a third-line player who can help possibly on the top two lines when called upon in short stints. If we're looking for, for Paul Cotter to become a 22-goal scorer and ship in another 15 assists or even the other way, you know, 20, you know, 15, 16 goals and 20 plus assists. I don't know if he's going to be that guy. But Cotter is a good energy player. Cotter is a grinder. Cotter, more times than not, will be on the right side of winning puck battles. Seeing Cotter in that, you know, second slash third line role regularly, I don't know if that's the best spot for him, though. And uh, Alec Martinez, let's
0: talk about his play. Last two games, he has five assists. He's really playing well. Um, and setting up plays uh, the Amadio goal last night that was pretty. Uh, yeah, talk about his play there uh the defenseman
1: now taking more of a leadership role. I mean, I think it was three weeks ago everyone was calling for Alec Martinez to be traded and Miramanoff to take his spot on the team or you know whenever Ben Hutton comes back or white or um or uh, 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 Kaden Korzak I mean Corza yeah. That's my point. Um, Martinez is going to be just fine. And this is the time of year where Martinez knows the playoffs are coming. And as many of the vets do. So you're going to see those players find that gear. Um, Mike Amadio maybe is going to find that gear. Paul Cotter might have a harder time finding that gear. But there's a lot of leadership around him that will help him be taught to find that gear. Cotter, if I recall, only played 50-something games last year. What I don't recall is how cotter's game split was did he miss like the last 25 games leading up to the to the playoffs last year or was it kind of staggered i can look that up uh in a second here so this is possibly new territory for cotter the playoff push going against teams that are desperate to stay in the playoff push nashville predators Gold Knights handled nashville predators last time right four to one game was never close stone gets a hat trick talk more about stone in the second segment i guess um but that game was just never even in the balance and unfortunately now you have a coyotes team you know another month or so falling out of the playoffs they're desperate they come and have a good effort and paul cotter was one of the players that was unable to elevate there we go here come u youtube references was unable to elevate (laughs) personal game to match the 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 desperateness is that a word desperateness to match the desperate, desperate I don't know whatever desperation well, desperate maybe. Golden Knights couldn't handle it desperation desperation yeah, yeah. yeah. you, you uh, talk I th- drink coffee okay and
0: the new nervousness for Coach Cassidy now is scratching he's scratching these his... yeah, 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 yeah. did you see what's he doing he's I, nervous I
1: heard it on my... I heard on my earbuds. I thought I was having interference. I saw you Yeah, yeah. There was
0: scratch, interference but... by Cassidy now, because that's his new nervousness. He's not shaking or swaying as much, but now he starts to scratch and like
1: in the middle Leave of a sound like come on Cassidy, coach. Cassidy's Quit it. fine. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Okay. Uh he right, did so really fast Paul Cotter's game log. Well, I'm gonna jump in for a second here. Okay, um, Go Paul down. Cotter. So he played last season. Let's see here. Played into April, April 8th, April 1st. So his his games were very periodic down the stretch. So he was regularly in the lineup until about the 21st of March. And then after the 21st of March, he only drew into three games. So he played into March last season, but that's... So this is still somewhat new territory for Cotter to be in the hunt. And which side of the hunt are the Golden Knights on right now? Are, are the Golden Knights trying to get to that top. I mean, they're, of course they're trying, but are they competing for the top spot in the Pacific? Are they trying to hold on to home ice advantage in the first round? Are they trying um, to make the playoff Edmonton or are they going to fall flat for the playoffs? I mean, it's, you know, last night, I mean, stone goes down. We saw that Carlson goes down. and he, he looks he looked woozy. Oh man, he looked bad after after his collision. Collisions left. So he right saw a four to one
0: night. score, knew that he'd have opportunities
1: late when they pulled Aiden
0: Hill. Come on.
1: Yeah, but the Golden Knights, to be fair, when they pull their goalie, it's been very, very bad. been very, very bad. Okay. And Cassidy did
0: say that the depth guys of Nashville were much better than VGK's depth guys. That's where they won that's how they won the contest last night
1: that that'll be in the third segment a little bit but the Golden Knights have an issue right now with three of their lines unfortunately one line is doing really well and the last two games it hasn't done as well because the other teams are adjusting to stop that line because the other three forward lines aren't necessarily I mean the depth guys did well coach also talked about that against the Sharks right the depth guys did have a good game but last night they didn't have a good game and Now coaches spin in the dial. You saw lines being adjusted even early in the game before the injuries started to happen. So it's, you know, you got a lot of playoff stuff happening right now. A lot of playoff stuff happening. You have a lot of internal competition for roster spots. Um, For a team that's just off of a Stanley Cup victory, for a team that is still among the Stanley Cup, I don't know if favorites is the word now, but still among that upper third of potential Stanley Cup winners from a betting perspective, there's a lot of questions right now, and it's not just all injury-related. And maybe that's going to be a concern as we uh, roll into the final, I think, 45 days of the regular season or whatever the number is, 48 days. Okay, one
0: more meeting against the Predators. That'll be on March the 26th in Nash, Vegas. Mark Stone was already wobbly, as Chris uh, reported, on a hit last week and last night, knocked out of the game by a fierce collision. We'll talk about that injury and Weatherstone will be out of the lineup for an extended period, uh, and especially on Thursday night. Next, as we continue here on Lockdown On Golden Knights. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, for screening, and messaging so you can connect with all the candidates a lot faster. and. Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is simply and constantly learning from your preferences, so the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more uh, than 3.5 million businesses worldwide worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent and fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash lockdown. That's Indeed.com slash lockdown. Go right now and support our show by saying that you heard about it right here on this very lockdown Vegas Golden Knights podcast. Indeed.com slash lockdown. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need indeed. And we are also brought to you today by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel. It is America's number one sports book because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if you win your bet and bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams. They've got everything from something called quick bets to live same game parlays to exclusive props and much, much more. All you need to do is visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot the way the rapper Glorilla was shooting her shot with Dame Lillard at the All-Star game the other night. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Again, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn the official sportsbook partner of the NBA.
1: Welcome back. Locked on Golden Knights. You like that? Shoot your shot. Got that in there. No idea who these people, I know Damian Lillard. I no idea who the other person was. Glorilla? Glorilla.
0: Thanks Glow, for making us.
1: Glow-rilla? Glorilla.
0: Glorilla. She's a she's a rapper. She shot her shot. It was on Instagram. I saw it the other day. It's in her stories. You can check it out. Okay. We thank everyone for making this your first lesson each and every day. And, of course, please subscribe to the YouTube channel Locked on Golden nights on Friday. It's WTF, What the Friday, on Saturday, that YouTube-exclusive show with Chris and Chris and the gallic family. Entire family and the cat. Family cat was in there.
1: Too. WTF might be two segments on Friday.
0: It could be two segments on Friday. Uh, Mark Stone missed the third period of last night's game. After a second period collision, not intentional, uh, with the uh, the pre- uh, predators, Yakov Trenin, and it looked like it could have been a shoulder injury. He did not return, and Cassidy no updates in the post game presser.
1: No, see this is this was planned. Um, the Golden Knights and Preds talked before it happened, and they said Trenin, do me a favor, you got to go have a collision with Mark Stone. Stone's going to go down, he's going to get up. He's going to fake this like lower back injury. He has a, a history of injury, so no one's going to ask any questions. And then the Golden Knights are going to put him on LTIR so they can make some acquisitions. That That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's how I saw it. That's okay. for all the tinfoil hat wearers out there that think the Golden Knights are trying to circumvent the cap and all that nonsense. Yeah, I saw um, that. I did see that. Listen, this was this is a collision, first of all. Let's talk about this on a couple different sides. Number one, like I've literally been watching the hit on, on replay for the last 45 seconds while we did the ad reads here. And you see Trennan make a pass to someone, and Trennan peels away from Mark Stone. like He did not make a – it was a direct path, but – he didn't blow up Mark Stone in the sense where he pushed off on a hit or anything like that. It's no. a collision. Should have been called for interference. I don't think there was a call what? on the play. Why no, should that have been it, an it, interference call? Because he still interfered with Mark Stone. He still interfered with his with his ability to play the puck. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's not an egregious. I sense. never
0: saw it. I never saw it that
1: way. I just saw it, no. Like, the William, no. The it William now the William Carlson penalty
0: incident William Carlson got
1: that got that call at the end of the first. That, that was a bad call. That's that incidentally that was, yeah, that was a terrible call. call. That's a terrible call. Awful call. This is the stone oh, one was oh, in still contact. Time
0: out, just a quick time out. VGK fans, it's not ref you suck when Taylor Stevenson is cross checking.
1: I'm the defending guy. the fans. The fans booed uh, the fans booted first, then when they saw the replay, the fans got quiet. The fan I'm telling you for right now, I expected the full ref you suck chant. I will defend the Golden Life fans on that one. There was not a chance right at right after the penalty. There was a ton of booze, but then once the replay happened, they're like, "Ooh, okay, we're not gonna." Okay, I trust don't know me. There, there was, yeah, no. The Golden Knights fans, I'll I'll give them marks on that one. There, they 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 held it in. So the reason why I'm saying that's interference, yes, it's, in, it's incidental contact, but Stone was making a play for the puck. Stone was involved in the play. That's why I'm saying. I'm not complaining about there not being a call. It would not have factored in the game last night. The Golden Knights were terrible. Let's be realistic here. Um, But back to what I'm watching, if you watch Mark Stone, right when he gets up, he takes a small step and there's almost like a little bit of a hobble there. You can see pain. And then on, on the bench, they show him kind of hunched over. I personally don't think this is a shoulder situation in my zero medical knowledge that I have. Um, but I saw him take that step, and I do, and as 99 of us know what it's like when our back is hurting, it's you take that first step, you're like, Oh, this isn't good. This really you think sucks. it's his back, Whatever. Huh? it could have I think jarred his back. back. I think it jarred something, I absolutely think it jarred something. Shoulder. He did, he did, but I don't think his first step, if you watch the play closely when he gets up, he's gonna hobble like that. If it's a shoulder, I think you're gonna skate, you know, when Jack Eichel, here's a good example, when Jack Eichel and um. Uh, Matt Matt Kachuk in the Stanley Cup Final had their collision when Stone, or, excuse me, when Eichel fell down and and Kachuk blew him up. I guess like Eichel, you saw him skating, you know, with his right right or left shoulder just dropped down. He was in a ton of pain. You knew it was a shoulder issue, potentially. Obviously, it didn't turn out to be one. So, no update after the game from Coach Cassidy. But reading between the lines, like and Cassidy's not even if Cassidy has an update there's not going to be an update let's be clear about this Cassidy does not like being asked about player injuries after games because there's the competitive angle and there's you know protection of the player and there's all the NHL stuff that they can and can't say blah 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 Um, but reading between the lines Cassidy's saying I didn't see him so I didn't have a chance to talk to him I'll see if I can find like I don't know about that, though. That's where I I watch his comments. I'm like, okay, this probably doesn't spell well. But the one thing Cassidy always does say regarding injuries: when a player leaves the game and fails to return, it's never a good thing. So, the hope, well, let's just hope he jarred something. You know, was a little bit uncomfortable. Let's hope. Let's hope Stone plays on Thursday against the Leafs. I'll I'll put that in the very doubtful category. That's going to happen at this point. I Uh, believe.
0: I believe. I believe, sorry to cut you off there. Uh, no, you're that, good.
1: You're good. I'm curious what no, you believe.
0: Okay. That Peter Angelo Petrangelo, Petro, what his comments were, we wanted to win this game for the captain because the captain was knocked out of the game. So I think it's pretty serious.
1: He'll at least beat day no, to week. No, that's, I hear what you're saying. Day day, I didn't day day catch that. Week. But It'll that's... be day to week. he will be day to week. Day to week. I like that. I mean, listen, it's, Okay, so let's go over the designations. I mean, obviously the hope it's a day-to-day type of thing. Maybe he misses a week or two. If it's anything outside of day-to-day with the designation, like it could just be undisclosed for a little bit. If it's undisclosed, then it's like Yuri Patera. Give him 10 days, you'll see him back in the lineup. If it's day-to-day, I would say two to three weeks, maybe less if it's a lucky situation. Given Mark Stone's history, if it's a back injury, I don't think it'd be less than two or three weeks. If it comes back as week to week or higher, his regular season's done. Let's just be honest here. Let's be honest about the history of the Golden Knights and injury designations and how long a player misses. So they were quick. That, that's dude. my outlook right now. But the hope yeah. is before we get too excited, the Golden Knights will not practice today. So we will not have an update today. Uh, the closest update will come on Thursday when coach gets asked about it, either uh, after the the skates or after Thursday night's game against the Maple Leafs, which is all of a sudden uh, not looking as much fun without uh, Stone and without Eichel potentially and without them in the lineup. Yeah, a very physical game. Very physical game last night.
0: Uh, on the which park, I thought was going to help right? the
1: Golden Knights. I thought it was going to wake them up, but it didn't. Uh,
0: they woke up to some degree later on in the contest. Uh, Did yes. you mention... Didn't you mention that Stone was shaken up the other night, too? Wasn't
1: that the Hurricanes game? Yeah, I can't remember what the specific... I think it was before that. I think it was actually in the wild game, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was in in both of them. I feel like it was in the wild game, though. I was watching him pretty closely. It could have been in Saturday's game against the Hurricanes. But either way, he looked extremely stiff. Very stiff. Now, Mm. do I think that... Played into what happened last night in his collision. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. It could be two completely different things. And I've also been very clear about my assessment of Mark Stone as a skater. He's probably not even the 12th best skater on the Golden Knights, but that's not what his style of game is. Stone is positional. Stone is a great two-way player. Stone knows what to do in the high danger spots. He knows how to get back and help the team on defense. Stone will... Uh, news flash folks mark stone will never be in an all-star game at competing in the fastest skater but that's okay that's okay um and i also was very high on mark stone with his skating ability going back to the last time the gold knights played the predators i talked about how i really enjoyed stone's effort that game he led by example and he was winning a lot of races to lose pucks I haven't seen that last couple of games so I don't know. I mean let, let let's hope uh let's hope we get something positive Thursday from Mark Stone. We're hoping for day to day right now. We are hoping for day to day right now. If it's outside not, of day to day, I'll give action that his regular season has come to an end. Not a good sign when the
0: VGK just he doesn't doesn't come out for the third period, then very quickly they go will not return. Not a good sign. Coming up next, no. No, Chandler no. Stevenson on the wing. We'll talk about whether this is a permanent move or how that's going to shake out. Coming up next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you are into speed or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts to choose from for your ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts that you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and to bring home that win. Keep your rider day alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Back on this edition of Locked On Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golic from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day, your team every day. And on Friday, it's WTF with the Friday. I know Chris is taking a lot of notes on his sticky notes there uh, for Friday's WTF. And, of course, Saturday, it is the... Shut up, Tony. Uh, Saturday, it is the YouTube exclusive Locked On Golden Knights
1: chris and chris show uh okay before, so before we jump into stevenson really fast just a couple of notes about the game last night nick haig minus three nick wa minus three i huh. haven't seen that in a while out of Wah. and Haig. we never talked about this in the first segment he got knocked right down in front of the golden knights net, There's lost a, a puck battle which was the smith tip in there so felt that was important just to acknowledge that okay as you were no you you were you the
0: guy that cleared the podium Was that your last, the last question? Was that yours? And then they go, okay, that's like,
1: yeah, I I cleared the podium. I pissed off Petrangelo. I had a good
0: showing last night. You had a really good showing, but you did ask coach Cassidy, uh, why the move of Stevenson to the wing, uh, with Carlson and stone, uh, for last night's start of the game. How long do you anticipate Stevenson playing this position? And Cassidy said, it's not ideal to put him on the wing, but lo and behold, and you did mention this when you were breaking things down here um, a few shows ago that potentially we might see Chandler Stevenson, odd man out, on the wing, but that was uh, if everyone came back healthy.
1: All right, so I'll break down Cassidy's statement here. It's situational for Stevenson. It's not ideal, like you just said. It's not ideal to move him to the wing with Jack being out. We're already down at top center. I don't think it's going to be a long-term thing. So if it's not an ideal thing to have Chandler on the wing, first of all, credit Nick Wah for causing this mess. Let's be clear about this. Nick Wah has put Chandler Stevenson into this spot. Stevenson if he keeps Waugh has done... Minus three, though, he won't be in that position. No, but this is one bad game in the last 15. Nick Waugh is just fine, I think. Um, but like I said, Nick Wah has caused this situation to happen, and that's a good thing that Nick Wah has caused this to happen, but when Coach Cassidy says it's not ideal, but he's still using Stevenson on the wing, you know, this is this isn't just about now. This is about next season. This is about what Chandler has outside of being Mark Stone's center. What value does Chandler Stevenson have to the Golden Knights when Mark Stone is not out there? We might find out for a little bit. This might be the best opportunity for Chandler Stevenson to audition for his next contract right now. Um, Nick Nickwa doing exactly what Coach Cassidy wants players to do when there's opportunities. We heard being the best version of yourself. Um, people just going out there and taking an opportunity and grabbing it when it's there. Well, Nick Wah did that, and now without Jack Eichel in the lineup, the Golden Knights can't find a place for Stevenson among the top three forward lines as a center. What happens when Jack Eichel comes back? Well, it's going to push him down even farther in the lineup, so to speak, right? Um, another concern right now, from my perspective, isn't just the fact that Stevenson is trying to find his way right now, and he probably will. Let's be let's give let's give Chandler some credit. This is not a a segment where I'm going to bash him. That's definitely not the way I want this to come across, but. The concern that I have from watching this team up in the press box and up in the seats as a fan with my family sometimes, you got one line right now. Yes, some of the depth players are doing something, but you got one line right now. Cassidy was spinning the lines in the first period before there was injuries, Mm -hmm. moving players around, seeing if anyone could click. So this is going to be something to watch going forward. Outside of great goaltending, outside of great coaching, outside of great defense, it really comes down to your middle six or your bottom nine forwards to winning a playoff series. And right now, the Golden Knights have one line that they're comfortable with. They don't have necessarily a good fourth energy line right now, although Amadio down there is interesting. I will I will concede Amadio is almost like a poor man's Nick Wah, as much sense as that makes. That's kind of what, what Amadio might turn out to be. He can grind, he can play defense, and he's starting to get a little bit of a scoring touch right now. So Stevenson finding his way on the wing is a concern. Bigger concern for me is there's three lines right now that lack an identity for the Golden Knights, and that could be a problem for the next 45 days or it could get worked out. One thing problem. that... Yeah. One thing that I noticed in
0: that uh, game last night was that the Predators did a really good job in stopping low to high. So teams are adapting. They're making adjustments and they were clogging the passing lanes. I thought that they did a really good job there. So many times VGK, no outlet there, which they typically can find that space. Also, can you please talk to the point about Shea Theodore's return?
1: i guess i guess uh 30 30 minutes and 31 seconds and into the show would be a good time for us to bring that up um well, well, we got there, was, yeah no i know we, we both had, forgot we yeah know. no too, I no, was,
0: no we didn't forget we had too much youtube too many references of U2.
1: way too much youtube we've been at least way in 20 too, 27 minute U2. marker if we wouldn't have youtube references no i mean listen shea was great um i was joking with uh someone during the day that you know cassidy made the comments that um you know he's cleared so he's going to get his minutes and. Uh, Golden Knights, it's kind of just surprising to me how someone misses three months and then all of a sudden they're in mid-season form as far as from the coach's perspective about minutes played and stuff. And credit Shea Theodore for for having a good game. He played 21 minutes. And he
0: stayed till the end of the
1: game he stayed till the end of the game not a lot of fans 35 games
0: he was out there he missed 35 games that's yeah
1: and my question to him and this is just a standard hockey player answer i i asked him kind of what i was talking to white cloud about last season and early this season when you miss an extended period of time what do you learn and you know he just deflected it which is fine it's okay no no he didn't deflect no you're wrong he didn't deflect it he said i credit a
0: lot to Tony Credasco for keeping things going there on the on the podcast. I thought he said that. No, he... Shut up, Tony! I thought he did a good job there, Chris, and just uh, explaining that he did learn a lot and that he wanted to be out there and that he watched the team every game through their struggles and through everything, through their success. No, and I that's... Thought- no, I thought it was That's good. That's fair. I, I mean, it maybe I would have, I
1: guess I was hoping for something specific, maybe more along the lines of how I discussed it with White Cloud a while back. So I see where you're going with that. Um, Stevenson's stat line on the game, 21 minutes, minus one, gets an assist. I mean, you know, but he was, he was really good out there. He was really Stevenson good.
0: Stevenson or Theodore.
1: Theodore, Theodore, did I say Stevenson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that was Theodore's line. Definitely, but I got the names mixed up. Um, yeah, I wanted to You saw the good. Golden Knights. Some of their exits better. You saw. You saw. I mean, the players. I'm, it's like I got the yips, like Aiden Thompson and Logan Hill right now. Oh, geez, um, not that again. You saw. I know. Yeah, I got the. I got the now right now. I got the. I got the Chris now The Edmonton coach going on right now. Um, <laughs> no, but not you the, saw Theodore. the, the, blocks, the Chris. You Chris you saw Theodore's exits. You saw his ability to just simply get the puck out of the zone on his own. And there was a couple times where the Golden Knights had so much offensive zone puck possession. And you look and you see Theodore's out there. Theodore is one of the players kind of directing traffic when it looked like the Golden Knights would be on a power play, but it's a five on five. Uh, That's actually what happened on Petrangelo's goal. Theodore wouldn't be out there for that one, I don't think. But the Golden Knights had all this offensive zone time. And I think they completed eight passes in a five on five. And then finally, Petrangelo comes down the right side and, Finds a seam and tie the game. So there were some moments last night, but last thing, and then I'll and then I'm done. You said low to high. I didn't see the Golden Knights get behind the def, the Preds defense a whole lot. Um, no. You saw some good passing no. in the offensive zone. You saw right. some rush goals, which is standard, but you didn't see that grind grind it out type of play in the corner or a cycle where the puck does get high. And they work it around the perimeter and get that shot that deflects or beats the goalie clean. Didn't see a lot of that last night. So I'm with you on the load of high stuff. Okay. And speaking of exits, it's time for us to depart.
0: Sorry about that. Uh, of course, we appreciate everyone tuning in, especially our everydayers. Friday's WTF, Saturday's the Chris and Chris show, the YouTube exclusive. Please subscribe on YouTube. We appreciate that. And for my man, Chris Gollick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take care.